You're listening to the Sacker Cricket Show with Travis Wakeling, focusing on all things cricket in South Australia. Join the strikers in their quest for glory. Welcome back. You're listening to the Sacker Cricket Show with Travis Wakeling and Gemma Barsby. It's time for our first guest of today, and there is a very exciting final that was meant to happen a couple of weeks ago, and then it didn't. And now it's happening this Sunday. It's at Adelaide Oval, Sunday night. It's between Glenelg and West Torrens. And we are lucky enough to have the captain of the Glenelg Cricket Club. His name is Jake Winter. Jake, thanks for coming on the show. No, thanks for having me, guys. Great to have you on. And um, obviously, you've had a a bit of a nervous wait over the last couple of weeks. How, How have you sort of dealt with dealt with the the experience of obviously having the game postponed a couple of weeks ago we actually had Daniel Drew on that day and he was going to be playing in the final that afternoon and then and then obviously having that postponement now you've got a Sunday night game under lights at the Oval you must be excited about that yeah no it'll be um it'll be really exciting obviously yeah it was a weird one to have it cancelled the day before supposed to play um but it's been um full on for us as a team anyway we've had you know it seems like we've played every Sunday so far um, this this January so it's not like we're short of cricket as such but yeah no it'll be a really good game and under lights as well it'll be a good spectacle yeah obviously with the the change of date does that mean the Redbacks boys and obviously the uh, the strikers and everyone that's playing in the T20 setup at the moment are they are they back for you guys uh, from what I know, yes. Um, obviously, given celebrations for some of the Heat boys if they if they win on on Wednesday, but um, from what I've been told, yeah, we should have all our players available. So that'll be Nathan McSweeney, um, Brendan Doggett, Harry Conway, and uh, Liam Scott as well. Big lineup. That's a yeah. very, it's a very good lineup and uh, worth coming It'll along. Be very and, good. Worth coming along and having a watch for anyone who's uh, who's around the place on Sunday night. But mate, you're in um, you're in pretty good form yourself at the moment. So Glenelg, obviously top of the ladder in the two day comp. You're, you're playing in a T20 final. You're the skipper. You're hitting tons for fun, and uh, and you know still even when you're not turning up, you're getting sort of into the 80s and and making really solid contributions. What do you put your form down to? Uh, good question. I, I, I don't know. It's sort of coming into it, um, just being pretty free and um, sort of have backing my own ability about what I what I do and um, how I go about it, especially in the shorter format, so in the fifty and twenty over formats. But um, yeah, just trying to play my role for the team, whatever that may be. And um, I missed a fair chunk of the start of the season with a with a quad injury, so it's good to come back and actually uh, perform for the team. And for our listeners, what kind of player would you say you are? Is there a player that's playing at, at the high levels that you, you would liken yourself to? Um, give our listeners a bit of an insight into what you, what you pride yourself on. Um, what's, what's the main part of your game that you do well? Oh, I don't even know who I'd, who I'd base myself around, but I try to be quite aggressive, especially in shorter formats. Um, try and take the bowling you know, take to the bowling, sorry, and uh, make sure I'm putting the pressure on, on the opposition. Um, but, in you know, in red ball, it's a bit more, it's a bit different, but still trying to make sure I'm putting runs on the board to make, you know, that sort of scoreboard pressure for the opposition um, and not letting them settle because sometimes you get a bit locked down in red ball cricket. So trying to make sure that I'm still allowing the, allowing the boys at the other end, you know, to bat with freedom as well, so... And in in that kind of form as well, are you getting feedback from sort of state selectors and um, you know Redbacks um, and the SACA staff around around how your form's holding you in terms of getting close to that team? Is that something that you sort of are looking to 
get back into? I know you, you've held a contract previously. Um, but yeah, is that something that you sort of are, are striving towards still? And what kind of feedback are you getting? Yeah, oh, definitely. I'd love to um, play high-level cricket. And I've never actually really got the chance to play for South Australia. So I'd definitely love to represent the state at some point. Um, you know, whether what that be, whether it's um, one-day cricket or Sheffield Shield. But um, no, like, it's, it's hard because there hasn't really been too much conversation around it. I've just sort of been trying to, first of all, get myself fit with my quad um, and then, yeah, keep trying to make as many runs and force my way, force my way into the team that way. Absolutely. And you have actually played one first-class game, which is no doubt a pretty cool experience for you. Um, went back and had a look. You played in 2016 one game um, that was against Pakistan uh, for the CA11. Now, we've recently had a CA11 game here. Some of our members might uh, might remember the West Indies played the CA11 a couple of weeks ago at Camerault Noble. But back in the day, you played against a touring Pakistan, played against Babar Azam, Yunus Khan, a bunch of other superstars. And you actually top scored for the CA11 with 39 in a low-scoring game, mate. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, that was uh, it. Was pretty unbelievable. I um, I was fortunate enough to play in a a practice sort of game in England when I was over there the um, in their summer just before that game. And England, were, uh, sorry, Pakistan were touring England, and it was a sort of a game in and around them. And I stayed out a bit of a trial game, and I got to sort of know a few of the Pakistan guys and. Um, so then to play them again, you know, probably three months later was um, a really cool experience. And obviously they had a pretty formidable attack at the time with uh, Muhammad Amir, uh, Wahab Riaz, um, Muhammad Irfan. They, they had a really good um, good lineup. Uh, but it was just, for me, it was getting through those guys and trying to do my bit against them and then try and um, take the spin down like I normally do and try and score a few runs that way. Absolutely. Well, uh, like I said, you had a, a pretty good game by the by the standard of the of the game with a pretty low scoring, um, pretty low scoring one. You uh, yeah managed to score thirty nine. So well done. That's uh, that's something yeah, you can take with yeah. you. A story you've always a story you've always got to tell. <laughs> I just no, wanna, that's exactly right. Yeah. I just want to <laughs> jump back into this twenty twenty final because um, yeah, it's sure. an exciting time. We um, obviously you're playing against West Torrens. Um, you've mentioned some of the players that you might get back, but they've got a pretty dangerous side themselves. Who are, who are some players that you really are going to be really key to to shut out of the game uh, this Sunday? Oh, they've got they've got a a, a number of players who can um, take the game away from you, um, especially up the top of their their batting order. You know, they've got Kelvin Kelvin Smith, uh, Bailey Capel's been in good form, um, even. Harry Menenti in the in the T20 finals of the quarterfinals and semifinals did a really good job for them and um, scored runs at quite a quite a quick rate. So I think for me he's a pretty big one for us to shut down if he if he gets to the crease. Um, but obviously, and then their bowling they've got you know they've got quite a good um, pace attack up front with um, Spence and um, Bucky. So trying to make sure yeah you're limiting their impact on the game and then um, also trying to make sure you're not letting them yeah dominate the scoreboard by not letting us, you know, score any runs. So, um, yeah, it, it's going to be a good challenge. They're a good side and we've lost a few against them before. So um, it'd be nice to get one back over them in a final. Yeah, it's definitely going to be an amazing and exciting game of cricket. Have you been able or been lucky enough to, to play on Adelaide Oval yet? Yeah, I um, we I played a one-day final 2015-16. Uh, uh, we won, we beat Tree Gully. Um, so I played played that day. That was a day night game as well. So I got to play under lights, which was cool. 
Um, and then we played a, I played West Torrens in a T20 final. Might have been 2016 or 17 as well. Um, and we, yeah, we lost that one unfortunately. But that was a day, that was a day final against them there. So yeah, so you got a bit of bit of knowledge under your belt. Does obviously being a, a, a Sunday night final. Does that mean you've taken Monday off work? <laughs> yeah, I was just discussing that with the boss before. I said I might have to take it off, especially if we uh, we get up. So um, yeah, hopefully hopefully we do, and um, we can have some celebration through to Monday. What do you do for work, mate? And uh, and how do you manage that with your with your hectic cricket schedule? Obviously, being an up and coming player, um, you, you're obviously training a lot and playing a lot. How do you how do you manage that time? Uh, yeah, it's pretty tricky. I, I'm a um, winemaker out in the Brosser, so. Um, Good friend yeah, of the it, show then. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. So um, no, it is a bit harder tra- doing a bit, a fair bit of travel, um, but uh, yeah, I try my try my best. It's going to come into a pretty busy season as well for work, so um, it'll be a busy few months of trying to manage it all. Um, but I, like, work's really good with me, and they're they're pretty understanding when when it comes to cricket and. Um, sometimes that may have to take priority, but um, it's a bit of bit of give and take with both. So yeah. Love it. Well, well, obviously, um, Glenelg are a really supportive club of um, of all of the, the things that you need to do outside of cricket as well. And you know, let's give a bit of love to Glenelg as well. Is there is there some up and coming players that we want to that we want to keep our eye on as as listeners and, and lovers of cricket um, through the Glenelg ranks that you that you think are going to be future stars? Yeah, uh, well, um, Will Bowering debuted for the second eleven this week. Um, Obviously, from a first grade point of view, he's played quite a lot, but um, it's good to see him getting some opportunity. He's dominated this season with the ball, and he, he's bowling as good as I've sort of seen him, especially in Red Bull cricket. Um, so he's definitely one that, if he yeah, if he keeps going the way he is, um, there's no stopping him. I think. Um, then there's a guy playing in our twos, young kid called Jack Thomas, really good player, um, really aggressive young batter. Um, he'll be one to look look forward to seeing. I think hopefully in Agro cricket in the next few years. Um, and then there was another young kid, um, Kuldeep Singh, who played in the under-17s. Uh, he he's very good as well. Um, he's playing two threes at the moment. And then also Tommy Wilkinson playing in the under-19s team in that dip two. He's definitely one to watch. Bowls good pace and I think will only get quicker in the next few years as well. Beautiful. Well, that's a few good names to for our listeners yeah, to, to keep an eye out for, and um, no doubt we'll hear plenty about them as their careers develop. So, But not only them, yourself, mate, you're in... Excellent form. Um, Glenelg going so well. You're the skipper. You know, so congratulations to you on, on your season so far and really hope to yeah. see see it continue. Look forward to seeing you down at the Oval there on uh, on Sunday night. I'll be doing the post-match presentation. So, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hopefully handing him the medal. Well, I can't, I can't yeah, pick exactly favourites. Right. <laughs> I can't pick favourites, so, but uh, I'll no doubt see you there. And um, all the best for the game, mate, and look forward to look forward to watching a good game of cricket. Beautiful. Thank you very much, guys. Awesome. Good Thanks, luck, Jake. Jake. That was Thanks. Jake Winter from Glenelg Cricket Club. Great to get some insight into, you know, how he manages... His work life, and you know, we've made a new friend today as as he makes wine. <laughs> yeah, happily, happily go go suss that out. That's yeah, for sure. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll wait for the invite after the show. But um, great to have him on and hear all things Glenelg and why they are so successful at the top of the ladder. So, um, moving on to our, our next break. But after the break, you and I have had a fun little exercise. We've we've put together a mixed strikers team of the season. So I'm excited to do that. Um, you know, our women's season's over, our men's season's over. It feels like 
time for a mixed competition. Let's go. Let's put our, our teams together. So we'll do that right after the break.